Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um, my name's M. If you don't know now, you know. How was your week, guys? How? It's the first week. Well, I guess the first week of the year is now done. So how was your first week of the year, I guess? Um, as we can probably expect, it is Sunday evening and I'm just now recording this, which means that I have to record and edit and upload this all tonight before I go to bed, which sucks, but I do it to myself, so I really can't complain about it. Um, how was your week, guys? How was the first couple days of the new year? How did, I don't know, how was your weekend? How was whatever? I, I mine went okay. <laughs> I think one thing that I like failed to account for when I was telling myself all of my like intentions that I was going to make for the year and stuff, just because it's a new year doesn't mean that you're like magically going to be pulled out of the funk you've been in. And this week made that very apparent, um, but that's okay. I also feel like I didn't do a lot of the prep work last weekend or like even the last couple weeks of last year. Um, I feel like I didn't do a lot of the necessary things that I should have done to kind of put myself in a position to feel you know, ready to start this year. I didn't do any of that. So that's what we did this weekend instead. So I cleaned the house. I went and, you know, I got all my meal preps done. I did a bunch of groceries, whatever. I'm feeling much better mentally. And I feel like I'm in a much better headspace going into this week than I was going into the last week. So we're going to count that, you know, like every little bit counts, I guess. Um, yeah. So how did your guys's resolutions go how are the you know how is whatever i don't know i had a rough week not too like i had a very mentally taxing week which sucked but it's fine <laughs> it's whatever it's a new week so i can't complain about it anymore um i am hoping that like you know there's so much pressure we talked about this last week but there's so much pressure in those first couple days of the year to like you know, however you start this year is how you're going to finish this year, blah, 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 blah. And although I think there is some truth to the cheesy quotes like that, I also think that you can change your lifestyle, you can change your perspective, you can change all of that regardless of the day. It doesn't have to be the first of the year. So if you had a shitty week, if you fell off, if you didn't really even start on the wagon, is it fell off the wagon? Is that what the quote, or is that, yeah. I don't know. If you didn't accomplish all that you thought you were going to accomplish, you're totally fine. It is totally understandable. It's a new week. You have seven new days coming in front of you to make all the changes that you wanted to make last week. You can't go back and fix the shit that you didn't do last week. All you can do is be intentional and make the changes going forward. And I think that's really fucking cool. So also, Okay, this is a side rant, but can I fucking complain about something? Yes, I can, because it's my podcast and you don't get to say anything about it. I ordered... Okay, so I've had the same cat tree since I got Dinah. I've had Dinah for two and a half years. So I've had the same teeny tiny little cat tree for two and a half years because she was a super small kitten. I couldn't get like an eight foot tall tree because she was literally three pounds until she was about six, seven months old. Um, anyways... And it was always fine, you know? It's always worked. My old roommate used to have a cat tree, so, like, 
then we had two and then when we moved to this but it's always been fine now that i have two of them like i have two cats birdie is huge like she is the size of a full-grown cat and she's about seven months old dinah did not look like an adult cat until she was two years old <laughs> so both of them trying to use this very small flimsy tree is concerning i'm constantly worried that they're gonna like because it's not super sturdy and they will like run across the apartment and propel themselves onto the little bed at the top and i'm like you're gonna fucking that's gonna go into the glass and like break something you know so i finally ordered them a new cat tree which i'm very excited about i think it's gonna be very cute ordered it yesterday and they said like guaranteed one day delivery or whatever because i pay for prime and all day today i've like been concerned about leaving my house today because i'm like i don't want to not be here and them just like not deliver the package whatever so i've been staying home all day um and all day it's been saying let me read what it actually says let me read what the app fucking says arriving today by 8 p.m however it's not even out for del it's 7 35 at this very moment the only updates i have are that it left the amazon facility last night and then this morning which it doesn't give me a time for this but it says carrier picked up the package and that is it that's all i got and it's for sure not gonna come by 8 p.m like it's not gonna come in the next 25 minutes so now they're gonna try and deliver it tomorrow except they only deliver at like fucking 2 p.m so i'm not gonna be home because i'm a normal person who has a job anyways it literally doesn't matter but i was just frustrated <laughs> I'm a little annoyed. I hate Amazon. I don't like ordering from Amazon. And then when this shit happens, I'm like, this is ridiculous. Anyways, that's my grievance of the day. But it's fine. That's, I think that's all I got for preamble today. I didn't do any of my intentions this week. You know how last week we were talking about intentions and all that? I don't think I did any of them. I have not started reading that book that I bought, even though I really want to. It sits beside my bed. And like every day I tell myself like today is the day that I'm going to sit and read. And I just haven't. I feel like this first week of January was like a free trial. You know, it doesn't count. doesn't matter. I got 51 more weeks. It made me, I was kind of fresh. I was frustrated with myself that I like went into it with so much positivity and like good intentions. Um, and then I didn't really accomplish any of them. So it's fine. We self-tanned today. I colored my hair today. So we're going into this week feeling like a bad bitch. Um, and I think that's what I needed. I think I needed a day of like reminding myself that I'm not ugly. <laughs> Which that sounds bad, but I've just, you know, it's, it's January. I feel like most people feel pretty shit about themselves in like the winter months. Unless you live, like, in Australia, where it's summer right now. Well, like, not summer, like, it's winter, but it's, you know. We're going into this week in a better mindset, in a better mood, better perspectives, all that shit. Um, so, yeah, I think that's all I got for that. So, today, if you saw the title, um, you probably know what we're talking about. We're going to talk about 75 hard and also just, like, some other, just my whole opinion about that type of of diet and challenge and whatnot if you don't know what 75 hard is it's a mental well-being challenge that has so many fucking rules it is so difficult so this is just 
I just Googled like 75 hard rules and this is from USA Today, they're talking about it. What is the 75 hard challenge? The challenge is marketed as an overall health and wellness program meant to quote, get your life on track, unquote. Described as a quote, transformational mental toughness program, unquote, by creator Andy Frisella. I think that's how you pronounce their name. And advertised as a tactical guide to winning the war with yourself. On his website, the challenge is intended to focus on more than weight loss. These are the rules of 75 hard. Number one, stick to a diet. It can be a diet of your choice, but it must be structured and you must follow it consistently each day of the challenge. Number two, drink a gallon of water every day. Number three, no cheap meals or alcohol for the full 75 days consecutively. Number four, is that number four? Yeah, number four, exercise twice a day for 45 minutes each time with at least one session happening outside. Number five, read 10 books of a, whoa, whoa, read 10 books every day. Read 10 pages of a book every day. The book should be nonfiction and focus on self-improvement. Audiobooks do not count. And number, number six, number seven, number six, take a progress picture every day. They're for you. You don't have to post them anywhere. The other thing, the rules are intended to remain rigid and not be modified or altered in any way. If you miss one of these goals for a single day of the 75, you will have to start over. So if that's the like summary on what 75 hard is, and this has been around for a long time, like I think like 2019, I want to say was when it first became a thing. Let me also Google that so I'm not lying to you guys so it started in 2019 so it's like an old i say old it's like five years old but it's not like brand new so it's not like this came out randomly at the end of last year and now suddenly all of these people are doing it's been around and i've known about it since it first came out and there is so many like there's so many things that i don't love about not so much about the challenge but about the way that people are perceiving it. I guess I should say that. Because here's the thing. If you go on TikTok right now, or if you go on Instagram, or you look at any form of social media, I guarantee you will see so many people doing 75 hard. And they'll be on like, I guess today for a lot of people, like day seven, because it's the 7th of January. I guess it's the 8th when you're listening to this, so it'll be day eight. It frustrates me. It feels very similar to when quarantine started in 2020 and so many people were doing like the chloe ting challenge i guess it wasn't like challenges i guess it wasn't like challenges but like following her kind of programs i guess you could say um which i also want to preface anything that i say when i like talk about the chloe ting workouts are not directed at her i'm not saying that like she is a bad person or she intended to negatively affect anybody i'm not saying that at all. My thing with the Chloe Ting workouts was it very much fed into this like stereotypical at-home workout of like, oh, get abs in six weeks, get abs in, you know, however long the video was. It's 10 minute long video. Okay, get abs in 10 minutes, get whatever. All of these like unrealistic and just simply impossible accomplishments, I guess that were plastered on these titles and was like mass shown to so many people who were already like in a sensitive spot with their health and wellness and fitness and whatever. So 
if you show okay for example like i was 17 when quarantine started um and like a lot of 17 year olds i was absurdly insecure with how i looked i hated looking in a mirror like i did not like the way i looked i didn't like my body type or how i was built i didn't like any of it so to me or like to anybody in that position when you see this whole like oh get abs in x amount of time and grow a booty in x whatever it was they seem like oh shit this is like this is what i need this is what i want like this is how i'm going to achieve the physique that i have always wanted you know and it's simply not true um anyways that's not what we're really talking about today as i was saying the 75 hard feels very reminiscent to like those styles of workouts to me or not even workouts i guess but like i feel like they target similar audiences you know they target similar people they have the same vibe to them i guess you could say i get frustrated when i see people praise 75 hard as a weight loss challenge and as a like whatever because it's not nothing about that challenge is a weight loss challenge it's not a fitness challenge it is none of those things in any regard like yes it part of it is workouts and yes part of it is diet it is not a physical challenge at all it is not a weight challenge it is not a weight loss challenge like it is none of that and i think that's what bugs me a lot is that people see it and they see like people sitting at home watch creators or influencers or just like normal day-to-day people that are posting their 75 challenge they see it and because it's like it's being publicized not publicized but like it's being shown as like oh here's how you're gonna start your year right because you're gonna lose so much weight and you're gonna get healthier and whatever whatever and it's not that like it's not here oh 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 frustrated do not get me wrong almost everybody that does 75 hard if you complete it if you get through all 75 days typically speaking you will have lost weight you will have lost inches and you will generally speaking be in a very healthy place physically by the end of the challenge however it is not something that should be like this beginner like that i would never want one of my friends or one of my family i would never want somebody that i am close to and that i love and cherish that is never an introduction to the fitness and wellness and health lifestyle that i would ever want for anybody because it's the most unrealistic thing ever first of all okay we'll talk about that first it is so hyper unrealistic like it is insane to me how unrealistic that challenge is because here's the thing a lot of people that you see do it a lot of like creators and influencers that are doing this challenge and kind of like marketing it as like you should do 75 hard this changed my life this was revolutionary this like kick-started my fitness whatever most of the time they don't have full-time jobs almost never do they have full-time jobs almost always they live in an absurdly hot climate they live in la they live in florida they live in wherever the fuck they live somewhere where it's accessible to be outside they also have a shit ton of money (laughs) so like spending money on gym memberships and a brand new diet and oh let me like 
let me completely reprogram my entire house to suit my lifestyle for 75 hard. Like all of these things are not realistic for most people. Okay, for my for example, myself. I work like a normal like 8-hour day. I live in Canada. So although this is the first time that we've had snow, we got snow like 2 days ago. Although this is the first time that we've had snow since October. Going outside for 45 minutes, it's fucking cold. I personally, I go to the gym in the mornings. Don't get me wrong. That is like an integral part of my day. That is not like, you know, that is just part of my routine. When I get home after working and it's pitch black, because keep in mind, it doesn't, the sun doesn't come up until like 9.30. The sun goes down at 4.30. I get home at eight. It is pitch black. It is cold. It's snowing. It's whatever else. I'm not going to go outside for a 45 minute walk. It's simply not realistic. It's simply not safe. It's all of these things. So I would automatically fail on day one, you know, and a brand new diet for a lot of people because of how blank and how like it generalized all of the rules are me starting a new diet. Like say I wanted to start 75 hard tomorrow, me starting a new diet. If I'm not somebody who has education about nutrition and health and whatever else what do you think people are going to do as a new diet people are not going to take that as like oh i'm going to implement more protein and i'm going to you know eat more whole foods and i'm going to balance out my macros string that's not where most people are going with that most people are going to research like fad diets and suddenly you're going to have people that are eating keto or eating gluten-free for whatever the fucking reason or all of these like obscure diets that again are targeted towards like fast paced weight loss but it's not maintainable and because of the fact that so many people that are doing this challenge are undereducated about their nutrition which is at no fault of their own that is simply like our school systems don't teach enough about nutrition it's something that all kids should learn it's something teenagers should learn it's something that should be like readily accessible to so many people but I digress. So a huge majority of people who are starting this challenge because they're seeing all of these very skinny, very fit influencers doing it, it's creating such an unhealthy relationship with food because it's showing them and it's like introducing them to more fad diets, which is so counterintuitive to the whole, you know? And like some of the things I totally get, read 10 pages of a book every day. That feels fucking phenomenal. You know, I love that. I think that's something that people should integrate into their day-to-day lives, regardless of if they're doing this challenge. That shouldn't just be like a, you know, whatever. Um, What are some of the other rules? (laughs) Take a progress picture every day. Now, I don't recommend taking a picture every single day because you're not going to see enough change. Like day-to-day, you will never see significant changes that make it like healthy (laughs) to have a progress picture every day. However, every week or every two weeks or every month, pictures and videos are really fucking cool to look back on, especially because sometimes it's really difficult to see any physical change in yourself. Like if you are, you start working out more or you are eating better, whatever it is, sometimes physical changes are really hard to see on yourself. So a really easy way to get around that is by having pictures and videos on your phone that you can look back at and you can say like 
okay, I do look significantly different than I did a month ago, three months ago, six months ago, you know? So that I like. In I would shift that. I would change. If like, this is, I'm talking as if I'm like, if I want a long-term lifestyle with these type of rules, that's where we're shifting these. So don't take a progress picture every day in your day-to-day life. I don't recommend it. Most people don't recommend it. Every week at the minute, like at the max, I wouldn't do it more frequently than that. I take progress pictures about every three weeks. Um, And I have millions of videos in my phone from the gym and form and whatever else that I can see. Like not only how I look in a mirror, like I can look at the pictures that I've taken and see what I look like standing still. But I also like having videos because I can see the way that my body has changed, the way my mechanics have changed, my form has changed in my lifts, whatever else. I like looking back on those. So there's that. Exercise twice a day. Again, so unbelievably unrealistic for most people, especially because the way like it's not supposed to be that like you have those two exercises in the same time because if i go to the gym if it's like a day where i'm strength training and i'm doing cardio those happen right after each other you know i strength train for however long an hour an hour 15 minutes and then i do my cardio for 30 45 minutes however long it takes me but that would theoretically be considered one session i would need a whole other session at a separate part of the day for 45 minutes you know just it's not realistic. Most people, like, I'm super fortunate that I'm even able to make it to the gym every day for two hours. A lot of people, that's not realistic for them. That's not attainable. That's not something that is accessible for them. Anyways, no cheat meals or alcohol. I, I don't know. Cheat meals, I don't love it being referred to as cheat meals if you are like following any sort of like food plan or if you're working with a nutritionist or a dietitian or with a coach if you're in prep whatever you will they will program in like off program days off program meals which is essentially what a cheat meal is however i just i just i don't know i've never liked the word cheat meal it makes it seem like it's something that's bad when that's not the case at all having like off-plan meals that's not a negative thing it's normal it's also it's going to be helpful in the long run but whatever no alcohol that's i think for most people moderation is key with that if you are somebody who heavily drinks during the week cutting back to okay i'm only drinking you know three times a month rather than five times a month whatever it is like yeah drink a gallon of water How much is a gallon in ounces? 128. That, like, a gallon for most people is probably a lot, especially if you're somebody that, like, doesn't drink a ton of water to start with. I typically use my Stanley during the day for my water, and I drink about two and a half. Like, I drink about 100 ounces of water a day, which is, like, comfortable for me. I find that it's, like, a good happy medium. I don't feel like I'm dehydrated or not having enough water but i'm also also not like overhydrated. be careful don't overhydrate yourself guys 128 ounces that's like a lot for most people <laughs> like i think the recommended is typically about like one ounce or half an ounce for every pound that you weigh 
So say you weigh like 150 pounds, I think the recommended would be like 75 ounces of water a day. So take that into account. Also, if you're somebody who does not drink water, don't just like jump straight into drinking 130 ounces of water a day. If you're trying to drink again, don't do that. You're going to feel really fucking sick and it's not going to be good. Slowly work your way up to drinking more water. I will say, if you are somebody who is already really experienced in working out, in training, in nutrition, in whatever else, if that's already something that you like feel that you're very, very comfortable and confident in, and you are just looking for a mental challenge, which is what this was supposed to be. It was never supposed to be like this big physical, like, oh, I'm going to mad. This was not a weight loss challenge. This was a mental toughness challenge. So if you are like an athlete and I say athlete, that's like everybody. If you train in any way, shape or form, I consider whatever. If you work out, if you do whatever, you simply feel like you're like at a plateau or you need some sort of whatever to kind of give you that boost do this go ahead whatever (laughs) my biggest grievance with this and the reason that i hate the way that it's been like advertised is the fact that people look at it like people go into it as complete beginners as people who have never been in the gym never looked into or educated themselves on nutrition never like had a rigid training plan any of these things and they jump fucking head first and then they wonder why after a week they are exhausted physically and mentally they are like feeling sick they're so frustrated with them like they wonder why all of these things aren't happening like why all of these things are making them feel negative when it's being treated as a weight loss challenge it's being treated as like i want to lose some weight going into the new year i want to whatever i'm gonna do 75 hard because everybody else is doing it and everybody else has these great results from it and it's this like big incredible thing when i don't know does that make any sense like it's just i don't hate the concept of it because here's the other thing i love the concept of like small 30-day challenges or small whatever in retrospect, like in moderation. So for example, like, so Morgan Adams posted a YouTube video a couple days ago, a couple weeks ago, no, a couple days ago. And she was talking about like her 365 day fitness transformation. So she was going into like what she did last year to help her achieve her physical goals and whatever else. And she was saying that every year she does one like 30 day challenge. And this past year she did boxing. So she went to boxing every single day, whatever. That type of shit, I love. If you are somebody who you need, like, you've been, like, yo-yo back and forth, in and out of the gym, in and out of working out, whatever it is, and you need something to, like, kickstart you back into, like, just the repetition of it, something like that can be awesome when it's used properly, especially when it's introduced in, like, a positive way, you know? Like, I... I stand behind little challenges and little things, especially if you're somebody who typically doesn't have a whole lot of interest in like normal weight training or cardio, whatever it is. If you're the type of person that you need some sort of like challenge to get into it, 30 day challenges, however long, like those things can be really, really beneficial. 
However, those are seen as like, so Morgan going to boxing for 30 days, that was a fitness challenge. That was physically, like the whole point of that was to physically challenge herself for 30 days. The thing with 75 hard is it was not created as like to be a physical challenge. Yes, there's the physical aspect like of exercise twice a day and whatever else, but it was not created, at least as far as I'm aware, it was never created to be a weight loss challenge, a physical challenge. It was none of that. The whole point of it was a mental toughness challenge, which is why you need to be somebody that's already in a really good mindset and you simply want to improve. I don't think for most people, like most people who maybe have a really negative and toxic mindset about their health and wellness and whatever else, if that's the type of person that is trying to do this challenge, it is not going to end well. Because here's the other... Okay, so let's pretend you get through all 75 days. And then what? Like, you know that it's not realistic to work out twice a day for the next 20 years of your life. You know that drinking a gallon of water isn't always realistic every day for the next 10 years of your life. You know, like... I think that's one of the things that I really dislike about people treating this as a weight loss challenge and as like a physical health challenge. It's not going to create like this long-term lifestyle that you need to have a physically, mentally healthy life. It's simply not because it's a fad. It is like, let me overload your nervous system. Let me like overload your life with all of these rules, all of these challenges. And then 75 days is done. And your two options for most people keep doing exactly what you're doing for the last 75 days like keep doing that forward create really disordered habits with your eating with your health with your wellness with your working out with your food whatever else or go cold turkey never do it again and suddenly you have a like you're holding a grudge against the fact that well, I did this for 75 days and then I gained all the weight back or I, when I, when it was done, I didn't feel any better and I felt worse after and all these things because that's what's going to happen for most people, especially because the demographic that is doing this for the most part do not have experience in training themselves and creating programs for themselves and like building this lifestyle. People are using this as like a, oh, if I do this, for the next two and a half months. It's gonna completely solve every problem that I've ever had in my life. It is going to revolutionize my life in a way that I can't do myself. And then when it's over, people are like, oh shit, like I didn't have a plan. I didn't, because no part of this, like no part of the rules, no part of the challenge is to like create a lifestyle or create consistency. It has none of that because it was a mental toughness challenge for 75 days. It was meant to challenge yourself mentally, not physically. But now that you've gotten to the end of it, for a good chunk of people, it was more physically challenging than it was mentally because they weren't putting the thought into like why they were doing the things they were doing. So now, two and a half months later, they're like, well, shit. <laughs> like, what do I do with the next, you know, nine and a half months of the year. Like, what do I do with the rest of my life? Do I just keep repeating this challenge once a year when I feel like I'm like, bleh? No, you can't fucking do it, you know? Like, I feel bad when I see people post about this, especially when you see somebody that like 
is open about the fact that they are not experienced with their health and wellness. They are not like whatever. It just makes me sad because I've been in that spot where I didn't like anything about my life. I didn't like how I looked. I didn't like how I felt. And I was undereducated. So my first instinct was like, let me go find some fad diet or some fad workout or whatever else. Let me go find something that is going to promise me that my life is drastically going to be changed. And then when it's not, I'm going to fall back into the cycle of being mad at everything around, you know, like, and it makes me sad, especially because there's so much more education. There are so many more like education about health and wellness and fitness and all that is so much more accessible now than it was even like five, 10 years ago. So I don't know. I don't know. It, I get it. I get why people do it. I get why people look at it and think like, this is what's going to change my life. This is what's going to like kickstart my future. This is what's going to get me into shape, whatever else. And maybe for some people it works. I'm not saying that this has never worked for anybody. It probably a hundred percent has. There has definitely been a beginner out there who has never stepped foot in the gym or never whatever and they've completed the challenge and then they transformed their life they created a lifestyle and they are living their best life that's 100 percent happened is it the reality for most people no <laughs> not even in the slightest and that's what gets me it just it's just one of those things that i'm like there is so many better ways to introduce yourself to the gym or introduce or introduce yourself to running or boxing or spin class all like whatever whatever you want to do whatever you want to get into there is so many other ways to like transform your life in a short amount of time there's so many other ways to kickstart your journey into being physically fit and physically healthy and this one is not the best way but people have such like people put it on such a pedestal of like oh, if you completed 75 hard, like, you can do anything. Like, oh, what do you mean? Like, you haven't done 75 hard? Like, why not? Everybody's done it. Like, that's the type of thing that I hate. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. (laughs) It just creates such a toxic environment around, like, this style of challenge. Because, again, I'm not saying that, like, every challenge is bad and that all of these things, that's not the case. But it just is it is such a constricting challenge. It is something that is so, first of all, it's like very ableist, which I'm not even going to get into that. It's also very like, it has no, there's no flexibility in this challenge. There's no flexibility in the rules. And well, I understand that's the point because it's a challenge and obviously there's strict rules. That's part of the, like, it doesn't allow people to have life shit happen if i get today like 64 and suddenly i don't know there's a fucking blizzard outside and we got eight feet of snow and i'm snowed in the front door well now i can't finish my 45 minute workout outside so now i automatically fail and i have to go back to day one because the challenge does not allow for the unpredictability of people's lives it does not allow for the fact that people's lives are not consistent every single day So although some, whoever the fuck this guy was, 
I'm positive he probably had a great experience with this. He probably because he used it as a mental well, like as a mental toughness challenge. He probably had a great experience with it. You know what I mean? Like that's he was whatever. For the normal person, that's not realistic. Also, there is no rest days. So for 75 days, which again, two and a half months, the expectation of the challenge is that you are working out for at least an hour and a half every single day for 75 days straight. I don't even work out for three days in a row. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or I mean, like I'll work out, I take about two rest days a week, typically. And normally they're on Wednesday and they're on Saturday. So I work out Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. So the longest stretch that I go without a rest day is like Sunday through Tuesday, which is three days. So like even that, that in and of itself could be like proof that this is not a physical chat. Like this is not a physical health challenge. It is not designed for weight loss. You will not lose weight. You will not accomplish your goals physically if you do not give your body time to rest especially 75 days that's fucking insane like that is insane so what a lot of people have been doing which i actually like is they've been doing like 75 soft or they'll do like 30 soft like a shorter amount of time or the same amount of time but different rules more flexible rules and the nice thing about that is that people are allowed to like create the rules that are going to be flex like they are going to fit into their lifestyle so although they're still going to be challenging because that's the whole point it is challenging but it is realistic and that's the big difference between the actual like 75 hard challenge and the other ways that people are doing it so people are saying like okay one 45 minute workout every single day or like okay in a week like in seven days, I want five workouts with two active rest days, which means that they'll go for like a walk or they'll go, you know, you'll go work on mobility or you'll stretch, whatever. Having rest days, but still having some form of activity on those days. They'll reduce the amount of water that they drink. They'll say like, okay, um, I don't know what people do for like the eat out one, like the cheating, or the cheating one, <laughs> like for the cheat meal one. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really like look into the specific rules that people are doing, but people are changing the rules and creating their own challenges that are going to be suitable for their lifestyle while still being hard. It's still rule like it's still difficult. No physical or mental or wellness chat. None of it is easy. That's a challenge. It's the whole point. It's supposed to make you uncomfortable, but allowing yourself to be uncomfortable within reason like within a realistic i think that is such an important thing that people don't really take into account so i don't know i i could go into like so many other like fad diets or workouts or whatever else because there's so many that are like harmful and they're gonna create harmful habits and harmful mindsets whatever but I guess the whole premise of what I'm going to say, if you are a beginner, if you have no experience in working out or in dieting, whatever else, don't do 75 hard. Don't do it because it's not designed to be a weight loss challenge. It, how many times can I fucking say that in an hour? But that's like, 
it's not designed for weight loss. It is not designed for you to magically like transform your entire physical body within two and a half months. It's just not. It's not designed that way. It's not realistic for that to happen. It was designed as a mental toughness challenge. It was designed to solely be a challenge to fuck with your head. It, essentially, like the whole point of it was to challenge your brain. It was not to challenge your body. So the only time that I would ever recommend like actually completing the like full challenge is again, if you're somebody who you are already like really experienced in the whole realm of working out and whatever else, and you want to challenge yourself mentally. If you're a beginner, if you were like just getting into this and you were looking for a way to like kickstart your fitness journey or your new lifestyle, whatever it is, go find or either like make it yourself or go search on TikTok or YouTube, wherever else, and see what people are doing for like 75 soft or 45 soft, whatever it is. See what they're doing and take points from each person's like whatever. Create a challenge that is going to make you uncomfortable. It's going to be difficult. It's like, it's not easy. That defeats the whole purpose. Don't make it easy on yourself because you will not grow if you're not uncomfortable. But have it be realistic to your lifestyle. Have it be realistic to your current health, your current weight, your current wellness, your current lifestyle, everything about it. Allow it to be realistic while still forcing you to grow and forcing you to change because that's the whole point. But I guess that's all I really got on that. I don't know. I just, I feel like I rambled for 30. I think I just blacked out this entire episode. I don't know what the fuck I said, but I hope you guys understand and I hope that you can see the fact that like you do not need to suddenly change every single aspect of your lifestyle. You do not need to put these impossible rules over your head to change your life. There's so many other ways you can change your life and start the process of changing your life without putting yourself in this itty bitty little box that does not allow you to exist as a person outside of the challenge that you're currently doing. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. But that's that's all I got for that today, guys. Um, <laughs> so if you're on day eight of 75 hard, stop. <laughs> Unless you're somebody who, like, you know, whatever. You get it. You get what the fuck I'm rambling about. Um, yeah. I don't know, guys. Thank you so much for listening this far, if you've listened this far. Um, I hope you have a fucking fantastic week. I hope that you had a good weekend, and I hope that you, you know, do one thing every day this week that reminds you that you are a badass. You don't need anybody else. You have got yourself and you you can accomplish really fucking cool things all on your own and i think that that is such a fun feeling like that is such a cool feeling so that's that um go follow the instagram hey from m i'm still not consistent on there at all but you know what can you do um (laughs) uh yeah follow the instagram leave a rate leave a comment leave whatever else they let you do on wherever you're listening. Um, Yeah, I think that's all I got for that today, guys. So I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you exist. I'm so, so, so grateful that you guys come back each week because it's a really fucking cool feeling. Um, But yeah, I will talk to you guys next week. Okay, that's all I got. (laughs) Bye-bye.